Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We had been discussing Chapter 2, Sankhya Yoga, Yoga of Knowledge. And as we have seen, this chapter is in four parts. And we are in the last part, which describes the characteristics of a man of wisdom, a perfect person who has learned how to live in this life intelligently. So this segment is called Sita Pragna Lakshana, is basically a virtual role model created for us by Bhagavan Krishna. What a perfect person should be, how he acts in this world, and how he conducts himself. Bhagavan gave a very succinct definition of a Thita Pragna. The one who has emptied his mind of all desires. One who feels complete. He does not feel incomplete. And therefore, he does not have to acquire anything or accomplish anything to feel complete. So the person who has emptied his mind of all desires, he becomes vitaraga bhayakrodha. He becomes devoid of any attachment, fear or anger. So that's basically a simple definition of a man of perfect wisdom. That he has no desire, he feels complete. He has no attachment and therefore he has no fear and no anger. And then Bhagavan also described that what is that steady wisdom, what is that steady buddhi which can make person achieve this state of having no attachment, fear and anger. And he said that one who does not get affected by any happening, whether conducive or unconducive, he does not get agitated by unconducive happening. He also does not get carried away by conducive happening. Conducive experience does not create longing in him. And unconducive experience does not create any grief or agitation in his mind. So this is basically a state of constant enthusiasm. He is constantly enthusiastic about living his life in a perfect state of mind reminds me of my last boss, basically when I left my last office and started NBG Architecture. He was a unique person, full of energy. Anytime I'll go to him and say, Dan, we have a new project, he'll get excited, tell me what to do. He'll be always encouraging. But the unique thing was, when I go to him and tell him that, Dan, you know, we have a problem on this project and Somebody is going to file a claim against us for errors and omissions. But some of the things which we always dread to uh, go to your boss and tell him, because he will be disappointed. How can you do this, Neil? On the contrary, Dan will be all enthusiastic. Well, okay, well, if that's the case, well, let's do this. Call such and such person. Let's set up this. Let's make sure we do this. So enthusiasm in both cases I found very unique. He will, he will not get upset because we have now a potential claim against us. But he will get all excited and say, well, let's make sure that we are prepared to deal with it. 
And I will never forget that. And it's now 20 years since I left that job. He now became the head of the entire organization, which has 2,100 people. That shows what a person who can maintain his enthusiasm in all situations can achieve. In my own life, I've seen people achieving that. But one thing that such a person, he's intellectist, he's tita dihi, he does not get affected. His enthusiasm for acting in this world is not affected by the experience he is experiencing. So, one defined a role model, a man of perfect wisdom. So, we come to the conclusion, if we achieve that state, we got it made, we don't have to do anything after that. Bhagavan said, no, you have to be very careful. So, then Bhagavan gives us a warning that be aware that your senses are very powerful. Indriyani pramatini harati prasabam manaha it can take away the tranquility of mind because the very nature of senses is to go out and get impressions of all the objects. So what we know about objects is not really the actual nature of the object, but what we have perceived about that object. That is the nature of senses. Those perceptions created on my mind if my mind is not careful or it's not under the control of my intellect, then it will get carried away again. And then it will lose its tranquility. So Bhagavan said, be careful. Therefore, a man of perfect wisdom moves around in this world like a tortoise. That whenever it senses danger, it withdraws all its limbs. So man of perfect wisdom does not give up this world of plurality. He has to live in this world, but he lives with his senses under control of his mind. So mind is under the control of the intellect and senses are under the control of the mind. That is the basically state of a perfect wisdom, Bhagavan said. So he moves around in that fashion. And why that is what we have seen in the last two verses, the ladder of fall. And it says that everything starts from constant contemplation on, on sense objects. Dhyayato Vishayan Punsaha. That is the root cause of all my troubles. When I constantly think about something, it becomes my nature. And once I attach myself to the world of finite objects, then now I'm going to assign my happiness to that object. That I have now mortgaged my happiness to the world of objects. And therefore, now I have to acquire them because my happiness is mortgaged with them. So Bhagavan said, that is the ladder of fall. You started thinking about something that created attachment. That attachment creates desires. The desires unfold creates anger. Anger creates delusion. That delusion creates loss of intellect. And loss of intellect gets you destroyed. So this is the fall which we have seen. So that means I have to work with the root cause of my problem. As Bhagavan Buddha, in his Arya Satya, he says, the first Satya is that Dukkha exists. There is Dukkha in this world. The second is that there is a cause for Dukkha. And what is the cause for Dukkha? Desire is the cause for all Dukkha. So Bhagavan says the same thing here. Dhyayato Visayan Punsa. This attachment is the cause for all the problems. So how do I 
live in this world. The next three verses actually describe how to get out of this danger, uh, falling from this ladder of fall. It says, Raga Dvesa Vyukteihi to Visayan Indriyais Charan Atma Vashyehi Videyatma Prasadam Adigachati. So, countering that tendency of thinking about objects and then getting attached to them and then falling into that trap, he said the man of wisdom who has now realized, as we have discussed last time, that attachment is a mental phenomenon or a mental concept. Because my mind gets impression from the world of objects, it gets attached. Detachment, on the other hand, is very intellectual pursuit. Knowing fully well that this attachment is going to create sorrows for me, I try to detach myself from those attachments. How do I detach myself? One who is devoid of likes and dislikes. Bhagavan has given us pointer how to become that. He said, Tani Sarvani Samyamya Yukta Asita Matparaha. In verse 61, he said, here is the key. You will not be able to control your senses unless you have a higher goal. Turn your mind towards the higher goals. If your higher goal is engaging your mind, then the impressions coming out of this world is not going to affect it. It will not disturb it. So when we are engrossed in doing something, we are not aware of what's happening around us. Yukta asita matparaha. You sit, have me in your mind all the time. Now that again sounds really a ridiculous goal to have. Then my mind is always focused on Bhagwan. therefore I cannot think of anything else. Bhagwan said, no, actually, once you realize that then nothing exists other than me, everything you see, you should see me. Once I see the, all the objects and nothing but manifestations of the God, the impression of that object on my mind will be more divine than a finite image of that object. So Bhagavan said, that's the key. If you start seeing me in all things and beings, then you will be able to control your mind. Raga Dvaisa Vyaktaihi If I see Bhagwan, all supreme being, all things and being, then question of likes and dislikes really does not come. I cannot have one part of Bhagwan I don't like, another part of Bhagwan I like. That's truly not possible. Person we like, we like everything about that person. Even his shortcomings, we, we enjoy his shortcomings. But person we don't like, even his good qualities we don't enjoy. So once we identify with that Supreme Self, all his manifestations, we will enjoy them all as they are. Because we will not have any judgment about an individual manifestation. So Bhagavan said, Sachapan Raga Dvaisa Vyaktaihi. Person has become devoid of likes and dislikes. Visayan Indre Charan, he moves around in this world of objects because there is no escape from this world of objects. We are part of this world and we have to live in this world. What do we want to achieve? We have to achieve within this world. But how we act in this world is up to us. So I said, one who is devoid of likes and dislikes, he is moving around with the Atma Vashyehi. Vidhe Atma. He is a self-restrained 
you know, he is not getting carried away by one experience or the another. Vidhyatma, his self-control, prasadam adigachadi, he achieves that final result, prasad. And as we have discussed prasad many times before, we are used to word prasad. After every puja, we have prasad. That prasad is always sweet. That's because the fruits of all my good actions are sweet results. Here the result is tranquility of mind. The mind, because it's not getting any impression which is negative. No matter what impression comes from outside, it sees a divine impression. And therefore, it is in a state of tranquility. That is the prasad. That's my final reward. Then nothing can upset my mind. So Bhagavan said, such a person, prasadam adhigachati, achieves that final tranquility of mind. That no experience can disturb that tranquility of mind. So Bhagavan said, get out of likes and dislikes. See me in everything. And then your mind will be constantly focused on me. Prasade sarva dukkhanam hanihi yashi upajayate. This is where we started. I want to learn Bhagavad Gita because I need to get rid of all my dukkha. I want to get Bhagavan's Krupa because I want to get rid of all my sorrows and unhappiness. Bhagavan said, there is a way to do it. And it is not my doing. It is your doing. You have to do it yourself. When you control your mind, when you get out of likes and dislikes, then you will get prasad of your own actions, which was the tranquility of mind, that tranquility of mind, actually it removes the cause for all your sorrows. Bhagavan Buddha says, there is a dukkha and there is a cause for dukkha. And all you have to do is remove the cause for your dukkha. And then you achieve that kaivalya. Prasade sarva dukkhanam hanihi asya upajayate. By this prasad, all dukkhas get destroyed. Prasanna cheta sahai asu. Buddhihi pari avatishtate. And for the one who is of tranquil mind, chitta here, chitta ekagrata, prasanna chitta is also chitta ekagrata. Chitta ekagrata, as we have discussed, when chitta only reflects nothing but divinity only. Chitta is a mirror which is reflecting all the impressions from outside. When all these impressions are outside, are divinized by my focusing on the divine self who created this cosmos out of his own self. As we have discussed before in this logic of causation, that if this world exists, there must be a creator. The creator needs to have two causes, efficient cause and material cause. He is the efficient cause because he knew how to create this world, but he also needed material, and the material nothing but his own self. Therefore, now, my mind, the chitta is reflecting only one and one entity alone, that the Supreme Self, no matter what impression comes from outside, that's a prasanna chitta, chitta ekagrata, which is in Yoga Sutra says dharana, constantly focusing on a one goal and one goal alone, is chitta ekagrata. Chetasahi yasu buddhihi pari avatishtate, then his buddhi becomes steady. That which decides what is good and what is bad. Where my happiness lies and where my dukkha starts. That's my buddhi. That buddhi becomes steady in that wisdom. That dukkha is nothing but my own desires. And when I feel complete, there is no desire and therefore there is no dukkha. 
दैट बुद्धि बिकम स्टेडी भगवान सेड वंस यू प्रसन्न चित्त चित्त एकाग्रता यू ऑलवेज द सनी एटमोस्फेयर इन योर माइंड यू नेवर डिप्रेस्ड यू नेवर लूज एंथुजियाजम फॉर लाइफ एंड यू आर कॉन्स्टेंटली वर्किंग टू डू योर ड्यूटीज इन द लास्ट वर्स वी विल सी विच से न अस्ति बुद्धि आयुक्त न च अयुक्त भावना न च अभावयत शांति अशांत कुत सुखम अगेन वी आर गोइंग बैक टू अ स्टार्टिंग लाइन अवर स्टार्टिंग लाइन वॉज दिस वर्ल्ड इज फुल ऑफ सोरोज इन टू गेट इट ऑफ ऑल सोरोज माई वर्ल्ड विदाउट एनी सोरो इज नथिंग बट सुख दैट्स वॉट आई वॉन्ट आई वॉन्ट द वर्ल्ड विदाउट एनी सोरोज एवरीथिंग आई हैव डन इन माई लाइफ इज टू डिवाइड दिस वर्ल्ड इन टू टू the world which i like and world which i don't like and to avoid the world which i don't like and be in the world which i like that's my goal that's sukha he said who gets sukha one who has achieved the chitta ekagrata one who is yukta one who is not yukta na asti buddhi ayuktasya one who is not united with his goal so the yoga yoga yukta and what is yoga samatvam yoga uchchate one who is not established in this yoga of equanimity na asti buddhi he does not really have discrimination of what is right and what is wrong if there is no balance in my mind i will not be discriminate between a fantasy and reality so well, this is what we see when someone is going through hard time he lives in fantasy and therefore he cannot discriminate between what is fantasy and what is reality so we live in this fantasy that achieving things accomplishing things in life will be happy that's our fantasy if bhagwan say such a person he ayuktaha he is not united with buddhi yoga yoga which gives you equanimity of mind and such a person does not have buddhi na asti buddhi ayukta one who is not established in yoga he does not have buddhi a discriminative in intellect he does not have nacha ayuktasya bhavana not only that person who is not established in yoga he does not have buddhi but he also cannot have identification with the higher goal bhavana here it's translated meditation but what is meditation contemplation dhyana is contemplation we have seen the contemplation on things which are outside creates the ladder of fall contemplation on the supreme self creates this samatvam person who is not established in that samatvam he cannot have that identification with the supreme self or the supreme goal if i am not identified with my goal there is no chance that i will ever achieve it once i identify with my goal then only there is a chance that i will achieve it if i don't decide that i want to become an architect i will not go to architecture school i won't become architect so unless you identify with your goal you won't be able to achieve it so the bhavana is identification for ayukta bhagwan said there is no bhavana he cannot identify with anything higher because mind is jumping around from where his happiness lies शांति 
It's like a vicious cycle. I want Santi, but Santi will only come if I have a balance of mind. The balance of mind will only come if I'm identified with a higher goal. The higher goal will only come if I have balance of mind. Nacha abhavayata shanti. I will not have any peace. And asantasya kuta sukham. We can only feel happy when our mind is sant. Asanti does not create any happiness. Agitation, one way or other, is not a happy state of mind. We know that. It's very simple. We experience that all the time. The Bhagavan said, Asantasya kuta sukham. If your goal was to get sukha, then all this asanti you have created in your life, by your fantasy, you need to get out of it. Because the asanti will not give you happiness. Happiness is a state of mind when there is no agitation. We'll stop right here. If you find this podcast helpful, please support it by donating any amount at podbean.com forward slash Neil Bhatt or at Chinmaya richmond.org Thank you. Hari Om. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukhina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhagbhave Om Shantihi 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 Harihi Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Harihi Om